What up, guys? Did you miss us? I sure didn't. This is episode seven of the JV podcast with Josh and Vince. And uh, if you were wondering where'd y'all go or what happened or whatever, I mean, we're kind of wondering that too because, like, a lot of things have happened in the past months that have led us to kind of take a break from podcasting because we didn't feel it was. It wasn't at the top of our minds or like our our list of priorities to do a podcast. And we do apologize for that because it's uh it's been rough. Um we you know, aside from coronavirus, the riots, uh the protests, the injustice, the uncertainty and, and everything that's going on in the world, um, me and Vince and you know, our friend group uh suffered uh, even more greater tragedy than what's kind of going on right now. Or I want to say that it's greater because, but to us, it feels great because we recently lost a friend. He was in a car accident and uh, he uh, fought for as long as he could, but unfortunately he uh, passed away. And uh, it's really heavy and it's weighing on, on our minds a lot because he was a near and dear friend to us and like not having him is just, you know, kind of like the icing on top of the shit cake because we were already going through a lot and having this befall his family and our friend group and everyone that knew him, he was a solid guy. He was a great guy. And, um, it's just, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And that's why we kind of like took a break from podcasting, took a break from like a lot of just things we used to do. Honestly, I I remember when it, when I first heard about it, it was just very much, I I didn't know how to react. I I didn't want to believe it. And um, when he did pass away, I, I didn't go into work. I didn't do much of anything. I just stayed at home and I really, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, that being said, I'm 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 here. I'm I know, sorry, I kinda like took over. No, um, no, that's that's cool, that's cool. Um uh, first off I guess I needed to mention me personally being emotional or just kinda talking how I feel, I can't pretty much put emotions to words it's really difficult for me to i don't know um communicate i guess effectively what i'm thinking how i'm feeling so it might be a little off for me but um i'll do my best whatever uh like josh said it was um I mean, nobody expects to get a phone call saying, hey, you know, so-and-so um, had an incident and uh, they're not doing so well. And, and uh, you know, you, I guess your initial reaction is always like, you know, what happened and what's going on? How's he doing? And this and that. And uh, I guess the whole time, it was uh 
it was kind of like a no nah, like it, i don't know i felt like it would just be like a like a thing that would pass and and uh be an opportunity because at the time um we we weren't really on the uh on the basis of being good if that means anything um you weren't on speaking we terms kinda, i guess one would say yeah yeah we i mean i just you know like with just little bullshit that people do and you just kind of like fed up with it and i said what i said and kind of just steered away and uh, had my own life going on over here anyways so um and there was just you know times that i guess amends could be made and, and whatever i don't know that means absolutely nothing to be honest at this point so um but i think the roughest well i don't know about the roughest part for me it's very difficult because when i when like well josh had texted me in the morning and i was going to work and he had texted me and there's a certain way like you just know when someone texts you like you just know and you're just like if i don't read it it's not true but then you like you just you know there's a message there for you and you know it's already written you know what's done is done and like i didn't like as soon as he texted me i was like like i even wrote back i was like something like no like don't fucking like basically don't fucking tell me because i don't want to believe it and i don't want this to happen i don't want like in my head it was like it's not happen. it's not real if i don't know like an ignorance is bliss kind of thing and um there's like a whole whirlwind of emotions of like you're you're angry, you're upset, you're devastated, you're you're just like in a position of like I don't know, guilt and just a whole bunch of stuff. And then I I, I remember I remember talking to you like but I or I don't know. I don't know if we really actually conversed, but it was just like I felt like such an ass because I I'm not allowed to feel sad. Like I don't know. Maybe I I am or not or whatever. But I'm like I'm not allowed to feel anything right now because there are more important people that are completely destroyed. That I don't even I can't even fathom what they feel, right? So for me to be like a an old friend that didn't talk to him and this shit got blindsided and I like I don't know I guess for most people don't understand that you know we knew we knew um are we doing names or are we just kind of Yeah, I was I was going to say his name honestly. So Okay. Um well we knew Arnold since high school. Some people knew him since middle school. And um, like it's it's <laughs> like I'm always I'm always pretty pretty real, pretty honest and stuff. So um 
you know, he was he was kind of a douche, but like <laughs> he's the kind of guy that at the same time you just like you're like you're my douche. <laughs> I don't know. No, yeah, like he could he could be very crass, very much of a douche, very much of an asshole, but like he was our asshole. He was our douche, you know. Sometimes like I even said in like he came from a Instagram, good heart. That's, exactly. No, like he, he 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 never he never was a douche just to be a douche. Like if, if he was a douche, like sometimes like he would just do it because he like I remember in my Instagram post that I, I made like in memoriam. I said one of the things that like I, I said was um, thank you for being real with me, even though it's something that I never needed to hear or I, I didn't want to hear. Like he was always like real with me. He would say like, hey, man, like I remember when I was, you know, going through my very emotional phase after my 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 big breakup when I moved here. And he was like, dude, I, I was like very optimistic. I was like, no, like maybe she can, maybe, maybe she'll, she'll, she'll like me again. Or maybe she'll, she'll like, there's a chance. And he's the like, dude, there's no chance. There is zero chance. Like get that out of your head. And you know, like I didn't want to hear that at the time. And for a while I kind of didn't like that. I mean, everyone told me that, but the same, but he was like more adamant. He's like, dude, no fuck her. Forget about her. Like she's right out here, like fucking other dudes and shit. And I mean, he was right. And the, but that's not what I wanted to hear. And I was kind of like, Oh my God, like, don't tell me that. But that's the kind of guy he was. He was very real. He was very much always, if he cared about you, he showed it. And you knew that he cared about you because that's, that's the kind of guy he was like Vince said he was, he, he could be, you know, kind of rough around the edges sometimes, but uh, he, he had a, he had a very good heart. He was, he was a, good kid yeah um fuck man like it's it's pretty difficult and i think the the thing that affects all of us is we didn't get the chance to grieve properly because of this whole fucking corona shit yeah which i will not lie if it turns out to be way fucking less like I think it is I, I feel like it's gonna be way less um like it's yeah, not as substantial. bad as yeah I don't think it was, it was worth this whole fucking close down or lockdown and all that shit if it, if it comes out to that then like you just like it's, it's not only us like I know there's a bunch of people out there who've lost people and they couldn't grieve either but like you, like the government pretty much took that shit away from us, and it's fucked up. Because honestly, unless I knew for sure like they were gonna have arrangements, I would have been like, "Fuck it, let's go. I don't care." Well, I mean, so um, like with with Corona, um, sometimes I I've I've you know with everything that's going on, man. Like sometimes I I forget because you know I had my time, like when you know from from the moment that i knew that he was in, in bad shape to the moment that i knew that he passed away um by the way like my mom called me crying telling me that he passed away like that's how i found out and i was kind of like oh wow like you know hearing your own mom cry because like like me arnold and and, and i had like a really like really close relationship and um he was he was always there for me and i i, I always try to be there for him and like 
he saw my family as his and I saw his family as mine, you know? Um, like his mom would always be like, you hungry or whatever? You, you need something? I was like, no, no, I'm good. But she's like, well, whatever you need, like, I'm here for you. I'm like, thank you. And, you know, like Arnold, yeah. like he, he used to call my mom, mom, you know, like he followed her on Facebook and like my mom, like whenever she would see him post about him, like riding his bikes and she'd tell him like, please like be careful, please don't speed. And he'd be like, yes, mom, sorry, mom. Okay, mom. And that that's the kind of like relationship that like, me and, and him had. And like, Oh, he had that with a lot of people. I mean, oh yeah. Was, Cause I'm telling you, cause he was so was, charismatic, you know? He, he he was he was raised you know the the right way um pretty much any mother figure he always had a deep respect for so it was oh yeah like, like that if, i mean just like josh said you know his mother and my mother like yeah it's pretty much everyone's mom you know mm-hmm. so and and like um, um go ahead man i don't know I'm just, i it's like it's hard because you know we don't we don't rehearse anything obviously and we're kind of like we're stepping around the the bushes about like do we bring it up do we not bring it up and that was that was pretty much it that was the pre conversation before and, and yeah I uh, mean like uh, like I especially like, like you know with I need, I need to say something and everything and all that so like I I kind of forgot where I was going with that point um of like like him like me being close or me and him being close, but I remember now, like the, the fact that with like coronavirus or with, with this, all that's going on, like we, we, we haven't been able to kind of say our final goodbyes because, you know, um, whatever services or like large gatherings are being, um, prohibited and for safety. And then that's why Vince kind of brought up like the whole, you know, if the government or if this turns out to be like less than what it is or whatever, but whatever like it is what it is we're living in the now coronavirus is impacting funeral services and we haven't been able to have that yet for him um i really do hope that his family kind of had at least um their kind of version to kind of you know but uh, um like his sister said that uh, hopefully once this thing ends that they'll they'll have like a ceremony for 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 him and that's kind of like why i've been you know with all that's that's going on sometimes i forget man and it's not until something reminds me of him or like uh, i want to text him i'm like oh dude arnold and i I realized like arnold is not here anymore and dude like it was weird man like i my my friend tim sent me a uh a tweet when they first opened up like bars and restaurants here in arizona and um me and me and him had this favorite bar it's called the uh, casa in uh, tempe and tim showed me like a tweet of like people not respecting social distancing in, in in casa and i looked at it and then i was like oh shit dude i'm like i gotta show this to arnold and then i'm like oh and i cried dude like i fucking like sobbed just i i really you know because with everything that's going on and we, we haven't had like a time to dedicate to him, to say our final goodbyes, to, you know, say our, our final things to him or, or have like something that can kind of bring friends together and family together and, you know, have us kind of like celebrate his life. Until we have that, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to keep having those moments, man, because like sometimes like I, like I said, I, I forget that he's gone, 
and until that's, something I mean, reminds me of him. Is. That's how it always is. Like for me, um, for me, because I've lost a couple people in my life, and I don't, I don't get like the like I get close to it, like I get close to the breakdown, but I just kind of like choke it down or whatever. I'm just like, now's not the time or whatever. Like I'm, it's in the middle of something or whatever. So, and then for like when I lost my grandpa, it was like the same mm-hmm. and then until it was until i saw him in the casket where it was just like no hold bar like i was not said i was i was out it was like a, a pretty sure like a whole hour of just you could not console me and like i have a feeling if we do get to do any of this stuff i think that's what it's going to take but that's going to be like my, my my closure <clears throat> i don't know I don't want to have closure, which is weird, but. How so? Like, what do you mean? I, cause, cause if I have closure, it's like, I, I let him go. I don't like, know. Like, um, I, 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 I kind of get what you mean, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that, you know, that you'll let him go. Like to me, the, the thing that I kept telling people, um, that were, more distraught than I, you know, because I, I talked to some people that were really, really, you know, distraught about it. I mean, I, I was too, you know, for, for a bit, like I, I had to have some people console me, but the way I consoled them is by saying that as long as he's alive in our hearts and in our memories, he's never really gone, man. So like, I, I want closure. I want to be able to just to have that moment where I can just, you know, because I, I've had it when, when, when I first found out, when they found out he was in a good condition, when they found out he was getting worse, you know, blah, blah, whatever, until he eventually, you know, was gone. Each time, I, I just had a very, you know, emotional response to the, the news. And I really do feel that being around friends and being like, whether they're going to have him you know, there, I, I mean, I don't know, or like a picture of him, but like, or just being with his family or, or what, whatever they have, whatever it is, you know, that they do end up having, I, I'm going to let it all out. Like, I really don't care because, you know, I mean, me I, and, I and, mean, and, and I think everybody would. Yeah. But like, just like having, sharing those stories with, you know, our friends and our family and, you know, um, just having those moments for, for us to just kind of, talk about like the memories that we have with him that's the funny thing i mean we have like so many stories (laughs) i was i i I was sharing stories with like people you know like it was weird like they they'd call me being like hey man are you okay and i'd be like no and then they're like oh my god i'm so sorry and i would just tell them a story about arnold i'll be like so me and arnold one time and (laughs) we uh we would I would tell a story and I would feel a little better, but then also at the same time, I'd want to break down and fucking cry because like I, the, the, the hardest part of losing someone so young, um, because you know, I, I lost my great grandmother years, not not years, yeah, years ago, I would say like, I think eight, nine years ago. And then my great grandpa, maybe three years after, two years after I, I forget exactly what 
but they got to live full lives. They got to, you know, see great grandchildren be born. And, you know, with Arnold, it just feels so unfair because he was so young and so full of life. And we had plans to do things, you know. I remember I said I, I was going to go visit him in San Antonio and he was going to show me like the nightlife around there. And we wanted to come to Arizona like two weeks before he passed away. Like I remember we, we were talking, making plans about him coming to Arizona to catch a baseball game because that's what we like. We we like baseball, you know, we like to go to spring training and get drunk and go to Casa and just like those things that we never got to accomplish. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really sad, but unfortunately that's life sometimes, you know? And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure like, like, I mean, obviously I can't speak for you, but like kind of like the, the way I kind of rationalized like you is that I, I really do think that in your mind, you, had maybe like a time frame where you maybe you had a time that you would you know you were going to be on speaking terms with him again you know like i mean i like i said i can't speak for you but i really do feel that you like feel you were maybe denied that chance of like reconciliating you know i mean uh I mean, you just, you don't know. I mean, you never know. Um, but, I mean, at the end of it all, it's, we never did. And you put that on me all you want. I don't, I mean, I'll take it. I'll, that's my fault. And it sucks. Like, I, it sucks because, I mean, I'm pretty sure you have these, like, little things in your life. Like, with me, me and him, our thing, I mean, we had two, like, I think we had two big things in our life that we shared a lot. But the thing that we got together on was music. It was always music. It was always bands. It was, we were both in guitar class, and we are the motherfucker told me to learn all these hardcore metal songs when I just started. I learned them. <laughs> um, Didn't y'all go to and, you a know, bullet together? Uh, I believe, yeah, it was, it was actually a group of us. But me and him went and then... Uh, Chris was there, Philly. I wasn't there, but I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, and then we actually, <laughs> I literally, it was funny because, like, they got off the stage, right, and there's, like, intermission before A7X shows up, and we're just walking around, I guess, grabbing whatever we're going to get, and they're fucking walking around, too. Like, Bullet's just walking around. And we're like, wait a second, are you guys Bullet? Like, we really just stopped them, snapped photos, it was the shit. Oh, wow. That's so, fucking, that's great. Yeah. So we got to do that. And I mean, we just had this kind of, uh, we, we would do a back and forth of, I would send him music and then he would send me stuff and I'd be like, yeah, do this or, and, uh, like we would just kind of feed off each other's shit. And like, it's like, I, like, I'm literally sitting in front of my guitar right now. So like every time I pick it up and I've been wanting to pick it up more and more and more because 
I know he kind of phased out of it like me. Like we both kind of phased out of the guitar. We got into the gym and then we got into our own things, you know, because we're adults and we had adult things to get taken care of. And uh, I remember you sent me a snap or whatever, a screenshot where he's like, let's get the band together again and all this shit. And I'm like, I didn't say nothing, I think. But in my head, I was like, yeah, we could. <laughs> we could. I remember like three different states, three different big ass spaces between four hours or four and a half from me and him and fucking 30 a million <laughs> yeah right um that was like the one thing that i was super like concerned about for you because obviously you know like um i kind of knew or kind of foresaw that you know in in a circumstance such as yours like that you would feel maybe like a little guilty or put try to put blame on yourself or like like, oh, this it's it's my fault that we didn't get to reconciliate or he gave me a chance and I didn't take it. And I mean, because you don't you don't expect people, you know, dying so young. And that's kind of like one of the great tragedies of life. Sometimes, you know, people get taken away that shouldn't. And sometimes people live longer than they should. But um, like that, that Instagram, it was a Instagram post in particular, because I remember like Arnold would always tell me, you know, like, and, and I don't want to, you know, pour salt in the wound or, or whatever, but he would always like talk about you be like, Hey man, like, is Vince doing good? Like, is Vince doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, man, he's like doing his thing or like, he would always ask about you. And like, um, like I, I could tell, like he, he genuinely still cared about you. Like he really, you know, did. So, yeah. Just to, just to let the audience know, cause I forget that there's an audience eventually to this shit is that that's, that's how great of a friend to, that, you know, that's how great of a, a guy he was, how great of a friend he was, and pretty much how much of a shithead I was. So, I mean, I don't want I guess. I don't want to. I know. Put, I'm just know. saying. I'm just like, I just want to make make it clear, like, like you know how like most people like they talk about the deceased and all that. They're like, oh, he was a great father and blah blah. And then hmm. later on, like the secrets fucking come out. And it's like, oh yeah, but like he used to do this and he used to do that. Like no, this yeah, like, yeah. this guy's shit was out in the open, anyways. <laughs> so no yeah <laughs> arnold's life was a fucking open book <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly shit, like he, he would always just like man. tell people like anything like as like as soon as like you you get arnold speaking he would just like tell you like his innermost like thoughts and shit and i'm like arnold like you just met this person you're already fucking telling him like your life story i'm like i mean i i, I can be like that too like once like my shyness kind of goes away then i'm like hey you guys want to know my innermost secrets but um like arnold was just like that as well and he that's why he made such good friends with with a lot of people and you know like every time we would uh go out you know have drinks go to bars or whatever he would always try to speak to people or you know in in el paso there was like always someone that i knew like oh i know this guy hey what up and i'm like damn dude you know the whole world and shit like holy fuck I think we really need a, like a, like a, like a hangout day, where the old group just gets together and we just like, like yeah, you know, like a memoriam and everything with family and close friends. That's that's, you know, that's definitely something. I think we just need our own like personal group, just like. I don't know. 
kumbaya or whatever. No, no, I, I, I totally get you. And I mean, that that's kind of what I feel that, you know, like his family is planning because, you know, Arnold touched a lot of people like he was I'm not trying to emotionally be emotionally poetic. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> oh, Arnold. Oh, you see man. Um, but no, but like, I really do think that's kind of like what what his family is planning to do, because they knew the impact that Arnold had with the people around him. They knew that he was a pretty popular guy. And I really, you know, do feel that the the family sees that and they want to give people that opportunity to be in the presence of other people that Arnold was around, influenced, you know, brought a smile to like whatever it is like he did, like whatever it is he did, he, you know, whatever impact he had on you, like we all kind of like want to share in that. And I do feel that having that would make me feel better, would make me feel like a little bit more like I can... I mean, the the events where I see something that reminds me of Arnold or where I think about Arnold and I realize, I'm like, oh, he's, you know, he's passed. They're, they're going to keep happening. And, you know, how I respond to them emotionally, um, it's going to depend on how I feel or whatever. But I, I think once having that, I can kind of, like, feel more at peace with it because... Like I said, it was it was something so so sudden when the world was focused on something else, something you know that that's still happening right now, and just having that kind of added on to you know our personal griefs about you know uh, uh, economic security, uh, health issues, uh, whatever it is, and just having that added on top was just kind of really shitty for you know his family, his friends you know everyone yeah and it also like in a way i think we can all probably assume or or say that like any kind of difficulties we're having like we'll endure 10 times more just to just to have them here uh honestly yeah like uh sure, know, maybe i'm on bargaining now i don't fucking know uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I've I've never been, I've never had it so, like, legit. Before, and I've lost my dad, and I've lost my grandpa. I've lost actually both grandpas, and two uncles. So, you know, I've lost a lot of male figures in my life. And then this one's like, like I legitimately went through each freaking stage. Well, I'm still going through the stages, like. It's still going. I mean, yeah, man, like it's, it's really, really rough. And like anyone that knew Arnold, even for five minutes can tell you that he was a solid guy. He was a good dude. And I mean, having him gone is just so weird because like, especially kind of for me, um, I've, I've, I went over this, like, I think also like on the post that I posted, like in memoriam of him, just like I leaned on him, you know, a lot because we were going through the same struggles, basically, you know, we had moved far away from home. We were kind of uncertain of kind of like what we were doing um, in our new homes. We had basically like the, the same kind of, I mean, him to a, a more greater extent, um, like does this the same amount of girl troubles 
where we lost someone we really cared about because they just didn't want to be with us. And, you know, his experiences mirrored mine. And that's why me and him, you know, kind of relied on each other so heavily because we, we knew what it was like. And I remember he, he was sometimes, you know, a little, he would go a little overboard with his emotion and I would have to be there to like, to kind of talk him down, you know, the edge. Um, and just be like, Hey man, like, just, just chill out, man. Like, just, you know, it, it's cool. Like I got through it. You can go through it. You can get through it too, man. Just like, it was, um, it just made our, our bond even closer. Like I feel, and even though we were 800, yeah. 900 miles away, whatever the fuck we were, it just made our bond that much stronger because we knew that we could text each other, like whatever, and, or tell each other, whatever. And we would, we would kind of know what we were going through. Yeah, like that kind of uh, situation reminds me of this little emotional uh, drunken time we had. <laughs> uh, and I think this, I don't know, <laughs> maybe we should end it with these stories because <laughs> they could keep going. Um, we had gone to, he had come to visit me in Dallas or Irving proper, whatever. But we went out to Dallas and we ended up going to some bars and we got pretty tore up. And then he started like, I guess he had been wanting to talk to somebody about it, and he had been talking about a certain ex. I actually forgot which one it is, so I'm not saying certain to keep names out. Like, I just don't remember which one it is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, <laughs> anyways, he was, he was, like, bawling and, like, just telling me, like, oh, I loved her so much. I'm, I'll never buy in love like that again and all this stuff. And I was just like, dude, like, snap out of it and, it got to a point where we were both like hysterically crying like girls, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like I, I I didn't give a fuck. Like we were outside a bar too. Like we, we didn't care. Like we were just like bawling and just it was. So wait, you were you were yeah. in public crying? Yes, yes, with him. <laughs> yeah, the the, the uh, conversation got emotional, got a little deep. Mind you, I was with I was with the wifey too. Like the wifey was there with us. I was gonna she say had, like uh, like I imagine she was there too, but like did she just kind of keep her distance? She's like, okay, like she. I think she went to go get the car or something because we, <laughs> we were outside. We were we were outside talking for like fifteen minutes. So yeah, like. There, there is. I mean, I mean, I mean, like we could go on forever talking about, you know, like stories about him. But like, there, there is one story that, like, to this day, just like, oh my god! All right, I'm gonna fucking tell the story. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I know, right? Um, so uh, we, uh, one day I get a text from Arnold, and he's like, "Hey, man," because uh, he he told me like he got like a new girlfriend and he was all into her and, and whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm really happy that you found someone that you, that you like. He's like, I want you to meet her. And I'm like, uh, and he's like, yeah, we're going to Arizona cause she likes the Dodgers and we're going to go see a spring training game. I'm like, all right, dope. And he's like, and we can, you know, drink the, cause we were going to go see one on Saturday and on Friday we were going to go out drinking. So he's all like, all right. Um, so I make the trip up, up to Phoenix cause he, he had got there before me. I was still at work. So once I got off work, make the trip up to Phoenix, get there. Uh, we meet up at the mall. 
uh, we end up going back to his hotel because he's like, oh, you can sleep and, and, you know, the hotel, like you don't have to like pay anything, just, you know, like whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. So we go to the hotel. We kind of like, you know, change clothes, whatever. And then we end up going to the bars. So we're at the bars and we go to Casa, first of all. And there at Casa, if no one is familiar with, with Casa, is uh, they serve you buckets of liquor. They serve you like little tiny buckets of liquor. And you can just put in like whatever you want. They just, you know, they give you like a whole bucket full. And that's like my shit right there. And that's Arnold's shit too. And I remember to this day, like cranberry vodka, That's that was his drink of choice. I remember he was there. I was there when he first had his first cranberry vodka because uh, he asked the bartender one time, um, like prior to this, you know, instance. He's like, what's good? And then she was like, oh, I love cranberry vodka. He's like, okay, I'll try it. And he drinks it. He's like, dude, this is really good. <laughs> and ever since then, he's like been about like cranberry vodka. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I, I mean, I don't want to tell him that it's a girl drink. But I mean, sure. If, if that, you know, fucking tickles your your taste buds, then go ahead, man. Who am I to judge? So oh, okay, he's there with this cranberry vodka. As much as cranberry vodka is, is a chick drink, it's still pretty good. And it'll still get you messed up. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, fucking that shit gets you. I mean, me with vodka, like, I don't do vodka anymore because, geez. But um, anyway, he's there with his cranberry vodka. His girlfriend gets something, I forget. And then I'm there with uh, my rum and Coke, as usual. And I drink three buckets at this place. Meanwhile, like, Arnold and his girl are kind of taking it easy, you know? like, And because whenever Arnold used to show up, I knew it was drinking time because this dude could drink like a mofo and he made me drink like a mofo he's like here dude i bought you these drinks i bought you this shot i bought you this i bought and i'm like dude like oh my god so i would end, end up getting really 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 fucked up with them on multiple occasions so this this night i thought it was gonna I, I thought i wasn't gonna be any different i thought i was gonna be you know but nope he was taking it easy meanwhile i was going fucking ham so there i am drunk already by oh and then also because like his girlfriend couldn't finish her bucket so i ended up finishing like half of her bucket or th- three quarters of her bucket because she's like oh, i can't drink this much so i was like oh my god so i drank it and my drunken kind of like i can do anything drank we go to another bar we go to this um place called uh jefe which is right across from casa we're there and again they they, they have buckets too and i didn't know they had buckets so i'm like buckets and i drink one more and then arnold Fucking, I remember this clearly. Like, I was drunk, and I was still aware of, like, hey, this is potentially dangerous, but I still did it. So, like, we're there, and there's a lot of people, like, dancing. It's, like, a big old, like, club, like, fucking whatever. And I, I see it. Arnold gets a drink from some random dude. He's like, oh, hey, here. Boom. He gets a drink. He looks at it, looks up, and then he gives it to me. And he's like, here, Josh, drink this. And I was like, okay. And I drink it, wait. I fucking drink it. And I just, I just, oh my God. So I ended up making out with like two girls. And then I, I guess one of them wanted to take me home. But then like her boyfriend ended up stopping me at the door. And he's like, that's my girl. I'm like, oh shit, I know she had a man. So my bad. And so I go back with Arnold. He's like, dude, like I, was, I saw that. Like I was going to fight someone and shit. And I was like. I'm not going to fight someone for like no girl, dude, like whatever. So we, we call it a night. It's already like two bars letting out. We call an Uber, get in the Uber. It was maybe like a 
10 minute drive from the bars to our hotel and I'm in front. He's in back with his girl. And then he texts me. He's all like, Hey, um, can you do me a favor real, real quick? And just kind of like hang out in your truck. Just like say like, Oh, I need to get something for my truck and hang out there for maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes while like, you know, I get to smash and I'm like, I, I see you brother. So we get to the hotel and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, Hey, I need to go get something from my truck. I'll be right back. And then I go, I sit in my truck and I send drunken snaps that I, I, I end up regretting to people. And then next thing I know, I wake up and it's six forty-five, and it's like March. It was an unusually cold March for it being Phoenix. Like it was cold as shit, dude. It was like 40 degrees in the car. And because I didn't have it on because I was like, oh, like, I'm just going to be here. And I remember I, I had the phone next to my face. So, like, in case I could rang or, like, it buzzed, like, I, could, I would be able to feel it. And I'm like, oh, I missed Arnold's call. I missed Arnold's text. Like, something. I look. Nothing. And I'm like. So, like, I call Arnold. I'm like, hey. And he's like, just here. Hello. And I'm like, hey, man. What the fuck? And he's like, oh, shit. Sorry, we, um. Me and my girl got into a fight. We fought for like an hour and ended up falling asleep. And I was like, you motherfucker. Are you for real? Like I froze my ass off in the fucking car for five hours, five hours. And you didn't even get to fuck. I'm like, oh, I'm coming up now. Fuck you. And he's like, oh, yeah, dude, come up. Like I, I'll open the door for you. And I was like, oh, you motherfucking piece of shit. <laughs> and so like I froze my ass off in my fucking truck, dude, for five hours, like. I remember the first thing I did as soon as I got out of, uh, out of my truck, I needed to piss. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to make it to the back to the hotel. So I literally just opened up my truck and I just took a piss like right out of my truck, dude. Just boom, let it all out. It was like a minute long piss. And I'm like, all right. And then there I am going through the hotel lobby. People looking at me like, ew, look at this fucking drunkard. And I'm like, don't judge my life. And then sure enough, I go up there and then Arnold opens up the fucking door and he's like there's <laughs> this little like arnold laughing shit and i was like oh you're a mother you're a piece of shit dude he's like sorry we fucking forgot and i'm like oh whatever i fell asleep for two hours and we ended up going to the dodger game so i wasn't lying when i said he's kind of a douche <laughs> that's what i'm saying dude because like anyone else would be like hey that's not true i'm like you didn't really know arnold then <laughs> Yeah. Oh fuck, man! That that story still like makes me laugh, and it makes me cry at the same time, just because you know it made me it made me laugh and cry for different reasons. But now you know I kind of just thinking about that time, like I wish I could just like if I could relive that three times, just you know, like just to I, I would do it just to fucking see Arnold every fucking time. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, man. Ah, okay, we gotta move on. But yeah, um, no, I know, right? Just gets super, super emotional. But like, um, I guess to kind of close it out, I would just say, you know, like, may you rest in peace. You know, Arnold Escobar, we we love you and we miss you, man. We miss you like a mother, dude. Ah, oh. all right, yeah. man. Um. Speaking of other bullshit in the world. So, uh, it's really hard. It, it's, it's really hard to just move from that. It's like, it, it is, honestly, like, because, like, like, because like I mean, like, being an opener, 
hold on it's like being an opener at a fucking at a uh at a concert or whatever and you're like really badass and then like the next main act comes out and then like everyone's like already tired and they're done they're like yeah we're we're, we're good no yeah like when you when you get tired when you get tired and you're like oh my god that first band was really good and you're like hey here's like the second band of four and you're like oh dude why like yeah i i had that happen to me yeah. at a concert it was uh it was um a day to remember in blink 182 a day to remember open for blink 182 and dude i got roughed up in the pit uh me and my friend alicia actually got roughed up in the pit uh for a day to remember and then we ended up having to watch blink 182 from like the stands because it was like a it was at a baseball field so we ended up having to watch it from the stand watch blink 182 from the stands because we were we got fucking tore up dude it was crazy ADTR. I remember uh god damn it man. I we can't talk about music either. <laughs> no, I know. Because um, especially, you know, like I did remember I always had a you know, that was yeah, one of Arnold's favorite bands, yeah. so I'm just kinda like, oh fuck. Uh-huh. Alright, anyways, um Oh <laughs> uh, We gotta we gotta bring up the other non whatever non-important shit but it kind of is it, it's it's very important but like i mean you know like not please to me, do dude, forgive not us to me. <laughs> like you know i mean i mean yeah like yeah for for you because like you feel like a certain way about it and i'm like whatever but like like it's like you know please do forgive us if we kind of like call it or or you know because we we're dealing with you know something that's very very close to us i mean not that you know the whole riots and the protests aren't close to us because they are you know they're happening nationwide they're happening everywhere but like i mean obviously if if you lose a a really close friend during all this you know it's 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 even harder because especially if it's not related to because everyone's like i remember i i i I, I posted, you know, like a Bart about Arnold's passing and someone was like, did he die of COVID? And I'm like, no, like, did I insinuate that? And then they're like, no, just because with COVID. And I'm like, no, nah, like it wasn't because of COVID. It was like a car accident. But um, like, you know, just that's how hot, that's how detached we are, I guess, still from like all this that that's going on because, you know, we're still kind of like reeling from our friend passing and we have nationwide protests and looting and riots oh, and shit going on so it's just you know kind of hard to kind of put things into perspective or keep things into put it into focus i guess not only that but me and josh literally we really haven't talked about it like i've no yeah like that's way. that's the yeah so i felt a certain way and i've just been i think it's mostly my choice i've just been quiet about it and i just felt like you know what if i want to I want to bring it out there. I kind of want to bring it out there raw and just like, I don't want to have a pre-discussion and then discuss it if we were going to put it on here, whatever. Anyways, moving on. So yeah, no, yeah. Protests, um, right? like, no, like, I mean like just to kind of like bring up like that, just like, you know, to kind of like close that out like real quick is that like, um, like I've known Vince for fucking ever now. It seems like ages and shit. And like, I, I, once this happened, he was just very quiet about it. And I mean, obviously, like, I don't want to be like, how do you feel? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Are you doing it? Like, I don't want to be that guy, especially knowing the the, the kind of rocky relationship that um, 
that you know our, him and Arnold's friendship were already on, having to bring that up constantly, it you know like I I, I didn't want to bring that up, and so honestly, like I do want to like thank you for opening up, um, you know whether it be through this avenue or had it been any other avenue, like I wanted to thank you because like I was really worried about like your mental state concerning that because I I really didn't want you to feel like that you know like the guilt or that it was your fault and have you do something drastic i mean not i don't think that you would have anyway but still i didn't want that to weigh heavy on you and so you us being able to finally talk about it and hearing you how you feel about it and hearing your sentiments about it makes me feel like really good that we're able to talk about it and have this brought up because you know like he passed away maybe like well like more a little bit more than a month ago um it's gonna be a month i think yeah yeah so like it's gonna be like around a month like yeah like in a few days um so just you being quiet for so long made me a little bit uneasy you know i was just kind of like how does he feel like is he okay especially after when it happened you know the biggest the biggest thing was i didn't know how to feel like legitimately didn't know how to feel and that, that that we can discuss, you know, off of the mic. But no, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. like I said, do you, I, I do thank you for opening up and like letting me know, and I guess letting other people know how you feel about this because um, it's important to kind of. I think it's important for you to open up and be like, "Hey, I feel this way," and you know, I'm laying it all out. So. Um, we said at the beginning, this wasn't going to be a fun podcast because, you know, with that and what's going on and, um, you know, I, you know, if if the lack of comedy or the lack of just, we'll bring it back next week. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try to bring it back as, as best we can. But, uh, yeah, I I mean, just, huh? I fucking will. I'm determined. All right. Then there you go. We'll, we'll be funny. Ha ha. I'm in the next one. But, uh, this one is just serious with, uh, like everything. So, like for real, like enough about that. Like the rest I I guess me and Vince can discuss in private, but the United States is burning, dude. It's burning <laughs> like it's a, a motherfucker. Hey, um Cuz it literally is. Like, you know, like you can literally point at fucking like yeah, yeah, actual yeah. cities and be like they are legit burning, I, dude. I get I, I get like Okay, here's me and Josh's discussion about it. Like he's like really um, I would assume like you're pro towards, you know, what's going on. You're like, you know, some people just need to fucking do this shit because, you know, it's just not getting hurt. And on my side, I'm just like, I think it's overkill. I think it's overkill. Not okay. Like in Minneapolis, shit, it happened there. And I, I would be pissed and I would, you know, I'd, I don't know if I'd be a part of it because I got a family. Fuck that. But, um. I don't understand why other cities are doing it that have no issues. Like, is it true that our hometown had it? They had a little protest going on. Uh, El Paso. Yes. Yes, they had a protest yesterday, and um, um, they were they they were they were peaceful for the most part um, until I, I think like near the end they, they were saying that like people that were just kind of like there to you know raise hell kept uh, antagonizing the. 
the police because like he, like you know like it, it was a weird situation i i guess you know like obviously i wasn't there i live in 300 miles away but seeing the situation there you know going from literally like almost a year ago where we leaned so heavily on the police and we were well, not, I don't want to say heavy, thank but like, you. We, we, I just we praised, like thank yeah, you for that shit. we, we praise the police so much for their, their effort and for their, you know, uh, composure in, you know, the, the whole like shooting that, that happened last year in, in El Paso to now having people that were just there, you know, saying like, fuck 12 and fuck the police and, you know, like pigs and all cops are bad and whatever. It was a very, very stark contrast. You see what I'm saying? It's like the and of all cities, of all fucking cities, that city does not have fucking issues. And if it does, I'm sorry, but it ain't making the news. Then somebody's not fucking making it aware. Because I've never felt unsafe in El Paso. I've been pulled because over. We're, fuck because we're sheltered as shit, though, dude. Yeah, but that's how El Paso is. So I mean, yeah, like you, I mean, why would you need a protest in a city like that? Like, okay, I can imagine Dallas. I fucking expected that shit. Fort Worth, they they fucking write it out here in Fort Worth. And you know what? Now I'm under a fucking curfew. My gym closes at fucking eight because there's a curfew now. I'm pissed. But like, not like anyone's gonna, not like anyone's gonna fucking protest on a Monday. They already did their protest on the weekend. Isn't the, the dude behind bars already? Uh, yes, but like, the 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 thing is, Vince, the the systemic violence that has like plague this country for centuries not just years not going back to trayvon martin not going back to ferguson you know it's been centuries man that this has been going on and as a person that studied history in college like i got to learn about these injustices that and then and then having professors that were people of color that were black that were mexican that were Native American, that were Japanese Mexican. Like I got to learn from, you know, like people always say history is written by the winners. But being in college, I got to hear the story of the losers, the people that got shafted. And black people in the United States, and you know, you can, well, I'll, I'll kind of argue that worldwide as well, have have consistently been getting the shit end of the stick, like year after year, decade after decade, century after century, like always, always, dude, like from slavery, being brought here against their will to fucking work on plantations. They literally were the backbone of America. And then once, once they gained their freedom, what were they met with next? Oh, motherfucking black people can't attend the same schools as whites. Black people can't use the same restrooms as whites. Black people can't do the same things as whites because you're not equal. You're not at the same level as us. And it's always been that way up until, you know, Martin Luther King, civil rights movement, until finally like, oh, you know, segregation is is illegal. We're going to like mix it up, blah, blah. But still, like since that time already, the the ingrained racism in police has always been there because it's always white police in charge or like if you have a police person of like of color they're always influenced by like the people that are in charge and it's always going to be you know like i i hate to kind of like throw this stupid cliche but like remember that uh that uh 
fucking I think it was either Boys in the Hood or or one of those hood movies where they have like that self-hating black officer or like in how they made fun of it in uh, Don't Be a Menace where oh, it's like Wesley yeah, like it's uh, it's like it's, a, it's Bernie Mac when he's like you know yeah. I hate I hate my gums cuz they black I hate black pepper most of all I hate that black ass Wesley Snipes you know but you have people that that like like that because it's so ingrained in them that you know they have power so they're better than the average okay. black citizen or whatever. So, okay, and then that's I feel like that's your like you have a point, but at the same time, you're like going to this. You're going to the same point that they're trying to say. That's like it's all of them. It's all of them. It's all of them. No, it's not all of them. It's it's enough to where it's like it shouldn't be that many. At the same time, and like I've already we've texted this before, and I'm like. What it is is that there's no accountability between all of them, because it it takes more fucking courage. For okay, like so, I was in the Marines, right? Let's yes. say I'm with my boys and everything, and I see and I see one of my boys do something fucked up. Let's because we were out in Okinawa, so let's say I see one of my boys do something fucked up to a local, and they get away with it, right? Mm-hmm. But I saw it. It's it's on me too. Now, do I have the fucking balls to come up and say something? And what does that make me? That's the situation that maybe a lot of these guys are in, which sucks, because we should have the intestinal fortitude to just fucking say, hey, man, you fucked up, and you can man up, or you're going to make me have to make a decision for you. And these people, they aren't doing that. I understand the fucking brotherhood. I understand that shit. I understand that perspective. So that's why I know, like, there's bad apples. But it's not all of them. And I, I saw this meme about uh, Chris Rock saying, it's like, oh, it's just a few of them. It's just a few bad apples. It's like, well, some jobs aren't meant to have that many. Some jobs aren't meant to have bad apples. I would agree. I would fucking strongly agree. And how you get rid of that is just a simple thing. Accountability. And I was telling you yesterday, we don't fucking have it in the White House. We don't have that shit. And our fucking governors, for some of them, apparently, we don't have them in the fucking, in most police forces where they have so much of this shit going on. Like, there's there's a level of understanding for me. It's like, I get it. Like, I fucking hate dealing with people in my job because I've been through the same shit. I've, I have the same fucking people complaining about the same shit over and over again so i get the nullification that like numbness of just like your problem is not my problem <laughs> i get that but at the end of the day it's like you know what i know i'm providing a service well i'm not i'm, I'm just fucking fixing it but at, you know what i mean like i'm providing a service in a way so mm-hmm. i need to give you the same amount of fucking effort as if I was giving anybody else, whether you're in a fucking shit ass house, but I'm not gonna lie, if you're in a fucking shitty ass house and you barely take care of it, I'm barely gonna take care of you. That's that's just common sense to me. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, if you if you can't take care of yourself, why am I why am I expected to take care of you? In a way. No, yeah, but like in like like you said, you know, like uh, it 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 boils down to accountability and like, uh, you know, like. I guess because I've been on social media and I'm on on social media a lot more than you are. 
um, you know, I'm on Twitter and right now, like my Twitter is like blowing up with just constant videos and, yeah, you know, like accounts and photos and shit, you know, shit people. Yeah, but you're seeing the same shit, the same people that are fucking just putting up negative, 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 negative. There's some positive shit out there. There are people there. There's fucking there's fucking cops out there also agreeing like, yeah, this shit is fucked up. Like, because they know it because they probably seen it. There's yeah, but then like plenty, but like, and like, and like you, how you said about like the whole like, oh, you know, white superior to black or whatever the fuck, because this is how the country was based off of. There's white people out there that are fucking, fucking spilling their fucking guts out, just saying like, you fucking matter just as much as I do, and I'm gonna stand here with you. Like there, like there's so much positivity out there still. It's just that the media fucking sucks at reporting it. It's always going to be what's going to give us the story, what's going to give us the clicks, what's going to give us the shares, what's going to give us the fucking dislikes, the likes, what's going to get us seen more. Is it going to be the feel-good story of the, of the week, or is it going to be this motherfucker burning down Target? But at the same time, like, you, like the, things, the things that I've seen haven't been from the media. It's been from people that are on the front lines protesting and, like, being, like, face-to-face with cops. Like... There was, okay. there's been Even witness then. accounts of like, like of fucking people that are there protesting. And then, you know, like they, oh, like, oh, the police take a knee with us and they, 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 they're in solidarity with us. But then 45 minutes later, they get fucking gassed. They get fucking rubber fucking bullets, like thrown at their dome. Like, how is that fucking, you know, like, it's like, they know the, the media is only going to be there to fucking like catch like a little bit of it. And then once they're fucking gone, they're like, all right, I'm a fucking go ham on these motherfuckers. And that that's that's what I've been seeing, dude. That's what I've been fucking. I mean, yeah, like like you said, there there's positivity and there's you know like feel good stories and you know like whatever, whatever. But at the same time, you have to see that these people are they know how to manipulate, you know? Because like you know, they're the people in power. They're the people that are you wait, know protecting wait. the you're elite. Saying, they're the people that are that, like. Well, hold on. You're saying that as if people who are filming this shit can't manipulate their shit either. There's two sides of a fucking story, man. You like, you got to be here for the whole thing. I don't, you know, like, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe in this whole scenario, you know, you got cops with them and they're down. And then 45 minutes later, you don't know what happened. You don't know what happened. What if something got aggravated? What if somebody else started fucking saying, nah, fuck this guy. Like you're fucking part of the problem too. And blah, blah, blah. Now he has to retreat back. Now he has to go back with his fucking brotherhood just because like, man, like I, I fucking tried. And they're just fucking mixing me in with these fucking shitheads that fucked it up for the rest of us. It always, it always only takes a few. I know this for a fact. We used to get mass punishment all the fucking time. It takes a few to fuck it up for the many. But then always, that's the thing, though. It's like there's never, there's never punishment for police, though. Like, they're like, okay, with for example, with the the recent one in Minnesota, four cops were there, and they were. Like four of them were holding him down, and then none of them, none of them fucking say like, "Hey man, maybe fucking ease off the dude's neck and shit." Like he's saying he can't breathe, he's saying he's losing consciousness. Fucking, you know, break break him off a little air. Nope, not one. And then only like the motherfucker who's like there kneeling on him gets a third degree murder charge, saying like, "Oh, third degree murder," basically saying or yeah, third third degree like manslaughter or whatever the fuck it was, saying that like he did it accidentally. That dude had his fucking knee on his neck. For eight minutes, almost nine minutes, and he gets like a fucking oh, third degree, fucking whatever that. And then the other, and the other three that were there, fucking nothing. So like, yeah, like you talk about like the mass punishments and shit, and you used to get mass punishments all the time. How? Why not the police force? Why not the police? 
I understand that situation. That that's we we got a whole chain of events, and that was like the fucking final straw. And that's why we're in the situation and that we're in, man. I don't. I don't, and I don't understand. Like, I don't think anybody could fucking understand. You know, I don't think anybody in that fucking that's that um that precinct. I think that's how it goes. I don't even think anybody in that precinct besides those fucking four individuals could understand. Like, dude, what the fuck? I guarantee all of them are like, what the fuck? Like you. And and there's I mean, there's a lot of comparisons Like we can bring up the shooting that happened in El Paso. Motherfucker got away unscathed. Nothing there. He didn't get no fucking knee to the fucking back of the neck and shit. And I'm like, of all people, I'm surprised. I am fucking surprised that that because most of our officers over there are Hispanic. Yes. I mean, the whole like what, like 90 percent population is Hispanic. So 85. Maybe that's still. So eighty five. Oh, yeah, but then we get like a lot of people. Yeah, but then we get like a lot of people from Mexico and shit. So like, it it feels like ninety five, honestly. Yeah, that's why. So, um, you would think that you know, if it was me, if it was me who took the fucker down, you know, or handcuffed him or whatever. My elbow might slip. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Like, Somebody, why why are you resisting? Like it's you know what i mean like that that's just no yeah exactly because like, like that was done to your own people that was done to your community and then because el paso is like know, that close it has, it has nothing it has nothing to do with the ethnicity of the people it's the fucking crime it's the crime that's what i'm saying i i mean it could have been it could have been a bunch of white people it could have been a bunch of rich white people it could have been yeah that's that's probably like the most far that's like the other side of the scale and spectrum of yeah, El Paso. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Extremely, extremely rich multimillionaire white people that got murdered. The dude still deserves something, you know? And honestly, if that were to happen, he probably would be dead for sure, but I don't know. But like this guy, like I don't even what was his crime? Like I don't even know. I don't even know the information. Um, the man that got murdered in Minnesota? George Floyd, yeah. Yeah. Um, using an illegal, uh, a counterfeit $20 bill. Yeah. And see, like that, that's kind of like where like my, my frustration, my, my like, no, I, I see fucking, the frustration. I never doubted it. I knew it was something stupid. I knew it was something stupid, but I'm like, so, again, every every fucking cop in that precinct should be like, "What the fuck?" For twenty fuck a fake twenty. Yeah. What the fuck is he gonna get? A pack of cigarettes? Maybe two, you could three. steal that shit. <laughs> you could st- you could steal that shit, and probably get away with it. Like, I don't. I don't I mean, know. A white person could. Like, Mexican person probably could. It's a very no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, like George could have, like, George Floyd could have stole the cigarettes, and probably would have gotten a lesser, or I don't know, I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, for having a twenty dollar counterfeit bill, and yep. I want to know how the fuck did they figure it out? How did this encounter happen? How did it escalate? Like, there's so many fucking questions 
and there were so many opportunities that's like I'm sorry, y'all four fucked up. Y'all four fucked up. Okay, and then at that point I could understand. At that point I can understand every fucking day people should I mean, let's face it, we gotta say it, peacefully protest. I mean, imagine you just see a thousand, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a lot, like a couple hundred people just standing outside the building, just standing, just standing and protest, you know, and just, you know, don't fucking yell shit, just, you know, have your signs, maybe have one person rally it or whatever, I don't know. But like how are you every day how are you gonna tell people i don't know i don't know dude i don't know i don't fucking know i'm last time around a fucking protest you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying because like you know because like the 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 struggles that we faced as or that that we face that black people face as black people is fucking it's it's so like disparate from like what we face i mean like i got i got profiled by the cops once i did I got stopped when like the, the same, like when I told my story of like me going to meet up Arnold in Phoenix, I got stopped by the sheriffs going to Phoenix and um, I did an illegal turn because I, I didn't signal because my signals weren't working. Cop flag, a sheriff flagged me for it, makes me pull over and he's like, yeah, like, you know, you, uh, you, you did this. And I was like, Oh, sorry, officer. I told him like, I, I, I know they're, they're, they're busted. I need to get it fixed. Like once income tax hit, once income tax hits, I'll, I'll get it fixed, whatever. And then he's all like, sir, this is like a very high drug corridor. Uh, so do you mind stepping out of the car while we search your, your truck for a little bit? And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm Mexican. I have a big truck. I'm passing through like one of the most notorious, like drug highways of the United States whatever i mean yeah like i get it you know and then but like whatever but then he kept asking me he's like sir if you have something please let us know the sentence will be severely less if you're carrying something if you're you know if you have any any drugs on you any illegal weapons any what and i'm like i don't have anything man he asked me that five times vince five times saying look dude just tell me just fess up just tell me and i'll i'll give you a lighter sentence i'm like Go ahead with that lighter sentence. I had shit. Sure enough, didn't find anything. And he's like, okay, sorry for your sorry for taking up your time. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Boom. Like, if I was black, what would have happened? I don't fucking know, dude. Because and it was a it was a white cop as well. He was like white as shit. If I was a black person, would I have been granted like those same liberties? Would I have been treated the same? I don't know. And that's the thing. We don't know what black people face like we have our own struggles and our own injustices that we face as mexican americans brown people whatever but like they have it much much worse man and that's like the thing where it's always been a thing like and i I, like i texted you that one time tulsa la in two separate occasions in 65 and 92 detroit uh fucking like Protests abound, like the assassination of uh, of Martin Luther King, the assassination of Malcolm X. Like it's always been people just being like, "Hey, man, just treat us as equals, please." And people get killed for it. And I'm like, "How? How the fuck does this keep happening? How does this consistently be a thing, century after century, decade after decade?" Like there's fucking grandmothers 
out there protesting saying like, oh yeah, like I, I was protesting when we fought for civil rights and we're protesting. I'm like, how the fuck is this still like not fixed 50 years later, 60 years later, whatever the fuck it is, 60 years and we've seen no progress. And I'm like, how, how the fuck? I mean, there is progress since then, for sure. Don't feel like enough. I mean, we weren't there in the 60s, so I'm pretty sure I think we would say otherwise if we were. So I'm pretty but sure there are people that were in the 60s, in the 60s fucking saying that, like, they're, they're fucking gassing our babies like they did us in the 60s. I mean, why are, I don't want to get into that shit. Never mind. Uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of like my view on it. And that's why I'm just like, so adamant about it. Just because like, you know, how you feel about it is how you're going to feel and how people are. I mean, yeah. Like, will I admit that there are people taking advantage of the looting? Yes, of course. Like those people fucking need to be arrested for like fucking looting. But also, like, do I blame actual black people for fucking being fed up with with shit and just, like, fucking, you know, like, especially in Minnesota, just because, like, the the, the situation just got so fucking heated that they're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, no. Go and fucking loot all you want. Because, like, you can only deal with something for so fucking long before, like, the pressure needs to be released. When Martin Luther King passed away, or passed away, when he got assassinated. They ride it for six days. And then, like, I think shortly after the, the, the Civil Rights Act was passed or something close to that. But still, like, you can only deal with something for so fucking long before, like, people need a release. And that's kind of, like, where I'm coming from. That, like, you know, would I prefer it to be peaceful? Yes. But the time came and went for that. People protested. People saying like, hey, man, the way they treat us, black, you know, us meaning black people, ain't cool. We as America are like, nah, you're anti-patriotic. You're sons of bitches. You're, you know, just, you know, don't, we don't like your form of protesting. You don't like that? Smash windows, man. I get it. I get it all. I understand it. Well, to an extent. Yes. I understand where everyone's coming from. I understand the whole thing, the whole argument. But I think the the thing that most people would agree on is that they're the, the bystanders. They're afraid. Because there's like jokes and talks in which, I don't know, I've always kind of thought of in my head, I'm like, there might be a second civil war. There might. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. I don't know with who. I don't know how you would fucking differentiate between who's who and what's what. Fucking Rick and Morty race war style. I don't know. But um, that 
going back to like the bystanders thing, like it's like I like my my wife is over here, she's kind of scared, right? Yes. So, I mean, some like, like it's a scary time I, to fucking be living in, dude. I know, and I'm like, I don't, I don't want them to be scared. I don't. I, there should not be a reason for me to be worried about them. I mean, we don't live in a fucking area where this shit's going on. You know, we're not in downtown. We're not in no city hall or nowhere. Like we're like pretty, I guess, rural in a way, almost. Mm-hmm. So. We're away from that shit, but I would say suburban. But yes, I mean, can I? Can I? Yeah, that that shit. Can I? I mean, I don't want to be scared for them to go to the store. You know what I mean? Like I, it just, like I thought about it the other day. I was like, hmm, like joking. I was like, oh, should I buy an AR? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, <clears throat> and like she's kind of considering it. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. Because if we do this, you know, when you got when you got sticks and stones, you fight with sticks and stones. When you have guns, you fight with guns, and it just gets worse and worse. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I know no one's gonna want to get in no fist fights because everyone's pussy. But sometimes I wish that's how it would be. Because imagine if you could just square it out with the right people. They're like, you know what? Me and you, let's go. And we're setting this I mean, now. That was that was the olden days, man. I'm fucking pe- people be too afraid to be fucking catching ass whipping. They rather fucking take a life than fucking catch an ass whipping, which is like very ass backwards. No, I'm I'm telling you, dude. Like know, it's weird, right? right? Because it's it's like it's basically like the whole fucking it's like the premise of Friday, you know? Or next Friday next Friday. No, that's Friday. No, next Friday when when Debo wants wants to beat his ass was that next Friday? No, yeah, it was Friday. Friday. No, yeah, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, it, it was Friday. My bad, my bad. Next Friday is with the Hispanics. No, no yeah, with the, with the no, no more locked doors. Gracias. Oh no, but yeah. So I I mean, but like I don't know, man. Like shit's fucked, and like I mean, I totally get where you're coming from too because you have a family, you have actually people to protect. I don't like. If I fucking, you know, like, I mean, yeah, like, am I afraid for, like, my mom and, like, you know, like, my grandma? But, like, they're separated from that. They live in the suburbs. Like, they live in El Paso, which is, like, very, very, like, not a place where, yeah, it's very mild. Where, like, you know, that, I mean, but still, like. like, It's like the mild salsa you get at fucking Walmart. Basically. And, like, you know, they're they're not in a, a place where there's a heavy African-American population because like we said, it's like 85% fucking Mexican or like higher. So to me, you know, like that, um, I'm kind of like, okay. But like to, to me, like, like I said, like as a man that studied history, like as a person that not fully understands, but like can sympathize with what black people are going through, like the injustices they face and just like seeing how constantly like year after year they get shafted, they get the butt end of like the fucking thing, the whole systemic, you know, uh, racism that we have instituted in the United States are very racist president. It's just, you know, I, I, I can't condone this dude. Like this is fucking too much. And like, I didn't think it would get to this point. I always had a fear that with Trump, it would get to this point, 
but here it is, dude. We're we're fucking living oh, yeah. the nightmare. That's some shit. And you know, they always say there's always a tweet. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. And then like it, it's crazy, uh, just like how okay. unhinged he is. I think, and I think, uh, I think we should probably move away from this negativity and kind of put a positive message out there. And I don't know. I, do you have anything kind of positive to put out there? I mean, yeah. Loot shit. Like, destroy everything. No. No. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I said, you know, Loot it was shit, fucking, kill. fucking, you know, no, I mean, um, Welcome well, to like the I purge. said, I know, I know, right? Fucking, it, it feels like this, dude. Like, it really does feel like it's gonna be fucking, you know, like racist against fucking, like everyone else. Like, if there's one pe- positive message that I can spin from this, and honestly, it's just gonna be, like, obviously, you know, those that are out there protesting, really wanting change. The way we can achieve it is going to be through love and positivity. I mean, like right now, like I understand it's just, you know, like letting the steam out, just fucking, you know, boom, like the rioting, like this, this will stop the rioting and like the looting and and shit. And then like, and also like the people that are taking advantage of it, you know, fucking you guys are the worst. Um, But the way we're going to get better, the way this country is going to get better is like you said, through accountability of the police to just getting to view each other's, you know, basically walking a mile in, in, in someone else's shoes. Just like understand that black oppression is real and that they're going through it, man. They're, They need our help. Like they need white people's help. They need Hispanics help. They need Asian people's help. They need everyone else to help out. And we can, if you have the wherewithal to help out somehow, donate. Um, if you want to protest peacefully, do that. But just be an ally to black people because that's what they need right now. They need allies. They need people that can be there to protect them, to care for them, and to love them. Because things are rough right now for everyone, but like even rougher for black people, and we have to be there for them. Well, the only thing I want to add to that is to maybe designate, I don't know, that might not be the right word, uh, if we could just pull the good out of everybody, if you go into a situation with the intention of pulling something good out of it, I think life would be better. I think it'd be easier. If you have an intention of, with you know, you can have the best intentions, make sure that you're doing it in a proper way. Something that you have to think, what is my... Is my action going to cause a reaction that I might not like, that I might make it worse for others? This whole looting thing, 
you know, you're you're gonna create more animosity, and then mayors and governors that are putting these restrictions and curfews and all that stuff, you're building up more tension. I think you need to just hear people out, and I think some people need to just, I don't know. I think Corona's over. <laughs> I think we're moving on to worse things right now. Because I guarantee it ain't you, over. But I mean, I mean, I have my own it sure feels thoughts like on it, it but. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, like, yeah. honestly, like, I mean, like, uh, I mean, I know it's still out there and that's why, like, I still wear masks to the grocery store and to the laundromat and stuff. But like, I mean, it sure feels like it's over, man, because fuck, like the way everything's headed, I'm just kind of like, fuck, man, what's next? Like well, next fucking God's like, like the second coming of Jesus is like going to happen next, next fucking, you know, next month and shit. Like every, every month just seems to be progressively worse. I think, I don't think it's, uh, I mean, yes, it is, but <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I was trying to argue that. I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, it is. But I think there's been other countries that have suffered, like, their fucking shit year, and this just happened to be the USA's shit year, which I think we kind of predicted this about three and a half years ago. Yep. Oh, so. oh and uh, um, lastly, vote. Vote. Can I can I ask you something? Yeah. We, we can cut this part out. I don't know. Yeah, we we have two options. <laughs> um, do you really want the fucking racist that's encouraging fucking uh fucking killing of minorities in the streets, or the guy that fucking can't form a sentence? I feel like we're not voting for. In my head, I feel like I don't think we're voting for the president. I think we're voting for the vice president. Because you don't I, think I these fools are gonna live long enough? I don't think so. Like you just you're you're afraid they're gonna get shot, or do you, or do you think they're just like in frail health and they're just gonna like kick the bucket? Oh, they're fucked. They're fucked. In both Which ways, everyone fucked. Oh, okay. That's just my opinion. So why why is it always not Bernie? Like I would, I have no problem voting for fucking Bernie for whatever reason. Like he's really socialist and all that shit. I just don't have a problem with it. Also, what happened to the time when everyone would just shut the fuck up about who they're voting for? Remember that? Remember when we were like, "Oh, I can't tell you who I'm voting for." It's like the Chappelle. It's like the Chappelle show joke. Oh, I don't know. I just knew that's how it was. Because I remember growing up that way. No, like remember, it's like it's like the Chappelle show joke when he's all like, when he's like, when he's like talking about white people, he's like. He's like, have you ever asked a white person who they're voting for? And I'm like, Dave, Dave, you gotta take it easy with those oh, jokes yeah. there. He's like, so I was fucking my, I was fucking my, my wife in the ass last night, right? It was really something. He's like, no, yeah, 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 but who are you voting for? Like, Dave, Dave, you gotta, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. The question is a little spicy there, you know, like shit like that. And I'm like, I remember when, yeah, yeah. I do remember when it was like, it wasn't just white people. It was everyone was just kind of secretive, of like because I, I guess we knew back then that. Oh, I I we, know we, I know we had, we had a tolerance for people happened. like what actually I know what happened. We mm. fucked it up. What? Our generation fucked it up. What? Because we were all adamant about voting for Obama. We fucking exclaimed that shit out loud. We're like, we love Obama. And do you, do you think that opened up the floodgates? Yeah. Is like people like letting because people didn't like that. That is very true. I do remember like people. 
I mean, because I mean, yeah, like uh, at the time it was very like and the first black president, you know? Anything. Yeah. Huh? Before nobody said anything. Nobody, nobody said yeah, exactly. you were voting for Clinton. Nobody said if you were voting for fucking Bush or Gore. Nobody said that shit. Nobody did. I mean, because like it was like, because it was always fucking white people though. It was always just like, do you want to vote for white person A or white person B? Until Obama, that's when we're like, hey, do you want to vote for the for the black guy or for the white guy? But it it still meant something when it was white white, because it was Democrat Republican, which were at the time. That don't mean shit, man. Fucking. Like there was a tweet from from Ice T. Like Ice T has been coming up with some profound ass tweets, dude. Fucking like let me I, I retweeted it. Let me fucking read you. Like it was literally like the most class tweet, and that's kind of how I feel about like the American political system. Ever since I was in in high school, Ice T. And I quote: "For the record, I'm not a Democrat and I'm not a Republican, so you can miss me with all your left right talk. Both wings are on the same bird." <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one it's true like no matter what like i've always felt like the the american political system is just fucked like the two-party system is inefficient it is basically just kind of like you know you you can be a, Re- a republican with democrat ideals or you can be a you know or vice versa but like now people are afraid to do that because like you get chastised for being that you get chastised. I'm like, Oh, like you, you, you know, you, you, you're a Republican, but you're cool with abortion. You're not really Republican and they'll drag you through the fucking mud or like the same thing with, with Democrats and shit. So I'm like, you can be your own person. Like, don't be afraid to break the norm of what a, what a fucking Democrat is or what a fucking Republican is. But we're so fucking just stuck on, I'm a Republican and I'm a Democrat and it goes both ways, you know? Like people are proud to be Republican. People are proud to be Democrat, but I'm like, why can you be proud to be a combo of both or neither or whatever? Something that works instead of just fucking giving us two shitty options. I know, dude. I mean, I've always said, uh, did I, I don't know. Did I mention it on here? Did I just tell you on the phone about the whole, when we were doing like pre-voting as kids, like they were telling us how to vote. Um, no. It was an elementary, basically, like, uh, I think that was during the Gore-Bush the first time, right? Is that who was against the first time? Um, that was 2000, right? Bush went for two terms, no? Yeah, Yeah, Bush went for two terms. He won it in 2000. 2000? 98? Yeah, 2000. I I, I think it was 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Yeah, it was 2000 and 2004. Yeah. Yeah, because it's even numbers. Yes. <laughs> and by yeah, first. so it was uh, so, it was a uh, push and gore going on in the, in the first time. Yeah. So they were like, you know, so who who would you vote for? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And so like gore was like the name at the time for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I would pick that. It's like, okay, so you're going to go all left. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold the fuck on. I don't even know these other people. But they just did it. They just filled it in for me. Like, okay, you're going to get all these people. I'm like, but what if I don't like them? What if I don't, exactly. I don't know anything about them? I've never heard them. So why the fuck would I go all the way that way? Exactly. And like that's what people do. Like that's kid, as a fucking kid, you know what I mean? But like, people people don't have that fucking like that sense of like critical thinking. People are like, I'm not gonna vote for him because he's fucking Republican. Like he might have the same ideals as you. He might be like a more moderate Republican than most, 
But just because, oh, he's labeled as a Republican, you're not going to vote for him. Or just because he's labeled as a Democrat, you're and because you're like, my family's been straight Republican for since the Civil War or whatever, you know, like whatever the fuck it is. Like people are so afraid to break that fucking norm. And I had a similar yeah, thing like you too. From the Civil War, that would that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, because they they switched at one point, but yeah, like whatever, you know, like whatever, whatever, like yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, but you know what I mean. Like people are like super proud to flaunt that shit, you know. Like my family's been straight Republican since the the uh Nixon days, since fucking uh uh, Reagan days, like whatever, you know. People are 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 fucking proud to flaunt that shit, and vice versa with Democrats as well, you know. So like, it's just like fucked. And then like I, I had a similar thing like you as well. I remember. In my government class in high school, uh, we we had like a little tally of like who's Democrat, who's Republican, and those are the only two choices we had. And I remember like we had like a little like, you know, we had like a little, you know, like like a blue donkey for you know sitting class, like obviously the Democrats, and then a red elephant for. And I remember like they put up one for one, and I remember like we had to write an essay of, like why we we thought we were what we were, and I remember like. I should have put them like, I'm neither. Like, I'm fucking, I'm not bound by the two-party system. Like, what I believe in is what I believe in. And if you don't like that, fuck it. And then, like, I quoted Public Enemy. I said, neither party is mine, not the jackets or the elephant. And then I remember there was one sticker that was up there. And that was mine. And that was, like, in the middle. And I had, like, a little, like, it said undecided. And I'm like, really? Undecided? Fuck you. But no, Josh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's basically America. It's yeah, okay. like, hey, like, you, you, either if you're not Democrat or you're not Republican, you can go fuck yourself because, like, your candidate's never going to win. So you have to fucking pick your poison. I'm like, okay. We should just go back to a monarchy. No, you fucker. That's basically what Trump's trying to do already, you fucking idiot. Well, not with him. Well, I mean, basically, like, it, oh, and the market's going to be even fucking worse. It's going to be even fucking worse because they're going to have literally like autonomy and shit. They can just execute you for we're going to go to fucking being China where they can just fucking execute you for, you know, protesting against the state. Or or we could just I don't fucking I don't know, dude. I don't know. Move to Canada? Last yes. Oh yeah, that too. That's my safe. That's my first safe. We gotta start looking. I'll show at, you around uh, Toronto, kid. Fuck you. Gotta start looking at uh, <laughs> chip and shit. Oh, the what? <laughs> Our old man native land. I know the whole anthem, dog. Okay, no. Okay, yeah. Nah, no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sing it, but uh, I do know me that All anthem. Right. So basically, USA is fucked. Um, we're dealing with some personal shit. Um. Then we had coronavirus, and we were just feeling it. We had our own personal issues going on, uh, but we're back. Yeah, and, um, uh, you can enjoy this Twitter. super long episode that we're doing. Yes. It's at fucking ninety minutes now, and so we kind of need to, you know, do our conclusion, which you're doing. Right? Yeah, I know. You, um, you went off, but yeah, you went off the rails. Like, no, I know it was because fucking shit gets me mad, dude. Like fucking unequal societies and shit. It's like, a, it's like a, it's like a, it's um, like, like the last thing I'm going to fucking say about this shit. And I'm going to fucking put, uh, Paul Mooney's like actual clip that he said it because obviously I can't say it, but whatever. 
And I think you know where I'm going with that, right? Everybody want to be a nigga, but nobody want to be a nigga. How about that question? Dang, you're going to totally end it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, we people idolize, like, black culture so much, but then black people themselves are like, nope. That's not true. They embrace it. They totally, whatever. Okay, we're going off the subject. We need to end this shit now. It's been way too long. We probably fucking bored you in the first half because you probably aren't in our circle. And if you are in our circle, you appreciate the first half and you're like, fuck you guys in the second half. I don't yeah, know. Right. Yeah. So like people are going to be like, we're right. going to have like two different audiences. Like one people that was going to be like, man, the first part sucked, but the second part was spicy as shit. And then the, the first people are going to be like, man, like that was really touching about Arnold, but like I didn't want to hear about you guys' political views. And I'm like, well, sorry. Yeah. Hey, you can cut that shit. I mean, we'll put like a. A marker or something. I don't know. We'll I know, right? We'll put like a marker yeah. and be like, if you want to um, hear about, if you want to like, just hear about Arnold, listen up to this point. If you just want our thoughts about the political, the current political landscape, start at this point. Nice. You just did that to yourself. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't care, right, guys. Cool. Good. Um, but yeah. Right, with so that uh, said, um, so we're back. We are back. Yes. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? But yeah, um, to end this, just um, I'm going to send Vince because Vince is the, the one that puts these things. Um, I'm going to put some links uh, or send you some links that way you can put um, in case in case you can't protest because I know like a lot of people can't. But you do want to either donate or petition or uh, do something to help out black people. I'll send Vince some links and then they're going to be on the description. And um, if there's one thing that I'm kind of, kind of say is just please just take care of each other, love each other, respect each other. And and my thing is motherfuckers just need to be accountable. Everyone's all this. This is my last spiel. Everyone's all this. Remember when men were men and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Remember when people were fucking decent. How about that? And accountable. How about that shit? Anyways, we're back, guys. Follow us on the Twitter uh, at the JV Cast. I think that's the Insta, even though I, barely, I don't do shit on it. I don't even do shit on it anymore. Well, it's because we've but been off. I know, off like a rock. Yeah. Um, we're back. We're back and, and more triumphant than ever. Next week, we'll bring back the funnies, unless we have more political bullshit. But nah, I think that was it, right? I think we're done. I, I think so. Like, I mean, like. You can only deal with shit like that for so long before you're just kind of like, wait, you need a mental break. Yeah. 